Hello and welcome back once again to the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. This is episode 82. John and Wendy talk to Georgette Cartagena. I'm your host, John. And I'm Wendy. How's it going tonight, John? I am great, Wendy. It, we are still yeah. in the month of September. We are incredibly yes. fortunate that our friends at Balance Track are, are sponsoring this episode. Yep. Timing-wise, yep. this show comes out right before the monthly chat. And we're going to have some fun because we love to hate on ATS. And <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about, you know, all applicant tracking systems, talent acquisition. I, I think it'll be fun. I think it will be fun. Hopefully, those of you that listen to this episode have heard our episode with Manoj Tawari from Balance uh-huh. Track, which was super fun. He talked a lot about yep. what they're doing in the market. We learned a lot about Manoj that I was telling Wendy before we started recording. One of the more fun things to, of late, because I learned so much about somebody that I really didn't know, and, and that was a, a great deal of fun. But yes, we're going to spend that time Sunday talking about applicant systems, talking uh-huh. about talent acquisition. Wendy, I know it's your favorite subject. It is a subject for me. (laughs) I will tell folks, even if you're not recruiting day-to-day, please come. Please come hang out. Share your war stories, your good stories. That's why, you know, that's why we're having these conversations. Maybe it doesn't, it may not be every month that the topic is directly related to you, but definitely come out and and show Balance Track some love for being part of it and co-hosting with us and just come have some fun for an hour. We know you love it. And, yes. and you know it's going to be fun regardless you of the topic. That. It's well, going to be even, good. You know, even if you don't do talent acquisition, you are in HR. And so you filled out an application. We know that much. That's a great point. <laughs> so you've been on one side of the process. And so that's, you know, part of the reason of talking about it is how do we improve that? But we'll talk about the bad stuff, too, just because we like to have fun that way. It's going to be a great conversation, and I'm, I'm very excited about it, and just look forward to sharing, and, and can't wait to see the recap, because that is a, a highlight of, of any of them. Wendy, I, I was really excited about tonight's guest. Full disclosure here, Georgette signed up for our 5K team. Yep. I think we've talked in previous episodes that we had this amazing team of people put together, most of which were conscripted to our team because we were the non-Florida option. Georgette comes up to us at the five and says, Hey, I signed up for your team, which was amazing because she was one of the, I yeah. think she was the only person that legitimately signed up and wanted to be part. And then she was kind enough to spend most of the time in the back with us, yep. plowing through, got to spend some time getting to know Georgette. So I'm really excited we get to have her here now. I'm going to stop gushing. I'm going to let you make the introduction and we will get started. Super excited to welcome Georgette. She got her start in human resources at Florida State University with a taste of policies, procedures, and people development through her involvement with the Hispanic Latino Student Union. Upon graduation, she started as an intern in HR and continued on to become an HR generalist, where she has been responsible for conducting recruitment for open positions, onboarding new hires, managing strategic activities for employee engagement and retention. Outside of HR, she is involved with the New Leaders Council and the founder of the CSE Quaid Book Stipend at Florida State University. Welcome to the show. Our first question is, what's in your glass? Thank you guys for having me. I am drinking just a cold glass of water. It's highly appropriate down your way, I'm sure. Yes, it is hot. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're glad that you didn't have any of the remnants of Dorian, best we can tell. Glad it was... A- kind of a glancing blow, right, in terms of what the state saw. Georgia, we got some time, as I mentioned a, few, a minute ago, to talk and get to learn a little, a little bit more about you. You know, I love the fact, you, you know, you're kind of a self-proclaimed newbie when it comes to 
human resources. You know, what made you decide to join this field? Like many of the guests on the show, because I've actually been a listener, just kind of fell into it. I graduated with a degree in social science and I knew something, I knew that I wanted to do something related to people, but I thought I would go the nonprofit route. And when I graduated, a friend of mine told me about an internship opportunity at the company that he had interned in. And so he was like, Hey, you know, they need somebody for marketing or something. Like I, I showed up on the first day thinking that it was going to be marketing related. And I was like, Oh, I don't know anything about marketing. Okay, cool. And then the HR person was like, well, actually you're going to work with me. And I was like, okay, technically I still don't know much about HR. So this is great, you know, and, and I haven't left. I love it that uh, you're just kind of jumping in with both feet and kind of seeing where it takes you. That's that's great. <laughs> as long as you stay, that's the important thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking for anything else. Awesome. So you've had a chance to do a few different things in your short time in HR, which also I think is is awesome that you get to try out different things. You started in recruitment. Now you're doing some things more in benefits and re- employee relations. So do you have a favorite part of HR and why that area? Good question. Can I pick the people? <laughs> like, of course, uh, you know, it's yeah, I think I think the people are what what makes it great, right? Like, you know, getting to know people through recruiting, you know, working with them through their development or maybe even supporting their decision to leave. Right. Which is not something that HR people, I think, are really allowed to say. But, you know, I'm one of those people who supports that. I think it's just being able to create meaningful connections at work. And that's really the purpose of HR. So as I'm learning about all of these different areas, I'm just soaking it all in. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, I think you make a great point, Georgia, when it comes to recruiting, the onboarding, the employee relations piece. We don't really talk about offboarding a whole lot. I think it's great that you're willing to say, hey, sometimes things just don't work for whatever reason, good, bad, or indifferent. It's great though that you're that you recognize that and you're willing and ready to help somebody when they're making that transition away, trying to make it as positive and clean as we can. Absolutely, because leaving an organization, regardless of if it's your choice, right, is always difficult in some way. For some people it's really easy and they can just check out and and you know move on, right? But for somebody to make the decision that, you know, this is no longer for me and and I have to do something to change that so that I am happy with my life. Um, I think we as organizations, not so much specifically HR, but on the grander scale, we get sucked into this whole loyalty mentality, you know, why are they not happy here? You know, something's wrong with them, right? But no, it just could be the wrong fit. You know, somebody who really struggles in one organization under different set of circumstances can thrive and rise in a way that we may never have expected. When we got to spend some time together at HR Florida, I believe that was your first conference ever, which tremendous way to start your conference season, session, career, whatever you want to call it. Spent a lot of time uh, sharing on Twitter, which was which was great to see because, you know, obviously Wendy and I were there as part of the social team. And so that's what we do. It was nice, though, to see you sharing in that way. You know, what prompted you to start doing that live tweeting and what plans do you have to share going down the road? Um, Well, I love live tweeting. (laughs) When in the right environment, I love it. If I could live tweet my favorite show and 
think people would like care. Awesome. But with HR, um, I felt like it was more about sharing the knowledge that I was getting, even though I don't have like a mass Twitter following, but I figured since joining the HR community, you know, any information is good information. And so if I thought I was getting something out of a session, I would try and share as much of it as possible on Twitter. And so eventually, you know, I want to share my own blog about uh, my HR Florida experience, which was amazing. And thank you guys for kind of letting me hang out with you for most of it. For the right topic, I have no problem sharing. I just tend to pick and choose kind of what works for me. How did you first get involved? So you, you mentioned sharing about your favorite TV show, which I sometimes do with really bad movies. And I have friends that the, the, will tweet these crazy, silly things out on a Saturday night when we don't have anything better to do. <laughs> but, but how did you first, uh, <laughs> I, I guess, get involved with the Twitter community, particularly when it comes to HR? How did you first get involved to start? That's a good question. I think it was maybe somehow I got connected to Katrina Kibben or Steve Brown or both at the same time. Like I was looking for um, the HR community, right? I was on LinkedIn and I didn't really see as much community on there in the way that I am looking for that connection. There's tons of people on LinkedIn and I am actually an avid user of it, but I haven't been able to really like create relationships with people on there quite yet. And so somehow I ended up using Twitter and maybe it was a Steve Brown thing. I don't remember, but somebody tweeted something about HR and then HR on purpose and behold, like there were so many, <laughs> so many of us on Twitter. I was like, wow, this is great. I just started out, you know, reading and retweeting what people say. I mean, I consider social media like one of my love languages because I'm always on there liking and hearting things for people as my own way to say like, hey, I support this message. And, you know, from there, I just started talking to people, which is crazy because when you think about it, like stranger danger, <laughs> don't talk to people, don't share <laughs> personal things online. Right. And I'm like doing the exact opposite, you know, but it, it it's great because I feel a part of the community because HR can be a pretty lonely profession depending on eh, just in general, right? Like there's a lot of confidential information and, you know, you can't really share things, but it's nice to know that there are other people who go through that and who can, you know, bounce ideas off of. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad that you started sharing. And I think, you know, the, the thing is to you can't wait until you have a huge following to start sharing because you can't get the, sh the following without sharing anything. I think we're going to see a lot more from you, Georgette, obviously, but I love that you were sharing so much during the conference. And I can't wait to see what you put in a blog because I think that's just going to be phenomenal. Let us know when it's out so we can share it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Awesome. So one of the things that you shared was from Derek. Koyango's um, presentation at HR Florida, and it was on living with passion. And you stated that you wanted to take pride in what you do. Put the challenge out on Twitter. What's the response been? And how have you been able to move that into your everyday life? The response was actually, you know, very positive from other HR people. Uh, what I didn't necessarily mean to make it a challenge. I um, mostly meant to just do it as a way to tell myself 
that it's okay to be comfortable with with who I am and what I do and and what I believe. And I feel like HR is one of those professions where you're looked down on and oh, we're the policy police or we take the joy out of work or you know all of these like negative things. And I'm actually reading Steve Brown's HR on purpose. And he talked about, you know, being full in there. And so it was a combination of that and, you know, the message from Derek at HR Florida that I was like, you know what? I'm awesome. And and that's okay. And I'm an awesome HR person. And that's okay. <laughs> you know? So we'll see. Love it. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast is brought to you by Balance Track the talent acquisition system of choice for federal contractors and companies in the manufacturing, transportation, and franchise industries. Balance Track has helped companies across the nation hire smarter and hire better. Balance Track is built and backed by Berkshire Associates, a company where HR people and technology people work together to build easy-to-use HR solutions. Balance Track is the latest innovation, better pricing, better implementation, and better results for your recruiting. Right now, listeners can schedule a personal demo of Balance Track at balancetrack.com slash social. Again, go to balancetrack.com slash social to schedule your demonstration today. Thanks again to Balance Track for sponsoring the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast. Now back to the show. Welcome back. You are all back in time for everyone's favorite part of our show, the Half Hour Question Connection. Georgette, who was your first professional mentor and what was the most important thing you've learned from them? You mean somebody other than my mom? <laughs> they could be your mom. Yeah, I definitely consider my mom my first professional mentor. I think she is certainly someone that I aspire to be like. She's always calm, collected. She's a problem solver. She's a critical thinker. She can see into the future. You know, she's a mom, so she's got like a sixth sense about everything. But she was always, you know, driving this whole need to be connected and be a part of the community and and really creating relationships with people around me and um, supporting those so like giving back to the community so I consider her my first professional mentor I would also say that my most recent supervisor has really you know I think it was an unexpected relationship because up until I started working with her I hadn't really spoken to her much because it was different departments but you know, after I got over the intimidation factor, I think she also showed me that to think clear headed and to take a step back and try to think more logically about things, because I tend to have a very emotional, you know, heart on my sleeve, my emotions on my face, you can always tell what I'm thinking type of thing, which may actually be bad for HR, but you know, it is what it is. And so I think that yeah, they they both have just really, you know, helped me grow and feel comfortable with who I am and make me want to do great things and also help other people achieve great things. Georgette, who's one person you've gained in your network in the last year that you think more people should know? Kelly Merbler. I don't know if you guys know her. I don't. Okay, cool. <laughs> because I actually, she's one of the few people that I've met on LinkedIn. I, um, she is a certified Gallup Strengths coach, Strengths Finder coach. And so funny story about her. She had shared something on LinkedIn that made it on my timeline and I responded to it. And then the next day, 
she shows up at the office <laughs> that I worked at and she was like, hey, I'm Kelly Marbler and I'm here to see so-and-so. And I looked at her and I was like, you're the LinkedIn lady. And she just looked at me like, what? <laughs> so that's how I met Kelly by magic the next day. But she's great. She's not only a Gallup coach, but she's a John Maxwell leadership game. Her bread and butter is all about the development of others, which is why I think I connected with her so much after we first met is because she's just focused on working with businesses and creating leadership development programs. And a lot of the things that she does, I want to learn how to do. <laughs> so yeah, I think everybody should know her. That's very cool. I love, I love it when it happens by magic. <laughs> Georgia, you are at the kind of the start of your career, but if you could go back a few years, what's one piece of advice you would give yourself based on what you know now? Oh, get an internship early. I think I would be further along and more, not necessarily well-rounded, but I just, I feel like there's so much value to internships because it's your opportunity to get a sneak preview into an organization and like see how things work without necessarily committing yourself to full-on employment. And that was something that as a college student, I, I didn't appreciate. And so if I could say anything to myself, it would be to start doing that earlier. Like, heck, as a freshman, you know, I didn't do my first internship until after I got my degree. Georgia, how do you like giving back to the HR community? I am still learning about the HR community, you know, just lending support in any way that I can. I mean, supporting other people's causes like the, so the podcast and the charity from HR Florida. I'm picturing abbreviations in my head. American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Yes. But yes. So in terms of giving back to the HR community, I'm still getting connected. So once, once I get more acquainted, uh, my goal is just to really to support and help others and, and just be a listening ear to people and what they're going through. Awesome. So what's your favorite movie? Oh, no. <laughs> favorite movie? Oh, that's like impossible. I love going to the movies. That is my number one favorite hobby. Cool. <laughs> Actually, I if I had to pick a recent-ish movie within the past few years as a favorite, I think Star Wars Rogue One takes the cake. That's a good one. How about your favorite musician or band? It also rotates. I'm a pretty easy-to-please person when it comes to media <laughs> and content. So, um, let's see. Who have I been listening to most recently? I listen to a lot of Spanish artists. Anything that qualifies as reggaeton, that's me. How about a favorite TV show? I just finished Mindhunter Season 2, and that was awesome. Cool. Highly recommend to anybody listening. Check out Mindhunter on Netflix. I think, Georgia, that Mindhunter came up last week. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it, is quite, it is catching up with NCIS and This Is Us as a favorite show around here. I think you're at least the, I know you're at least the second, if not the third person to talk about it. That is a good group of shows. <laughs> I like NCIS as well. I haven't seen This Is Us because I don't think I have the um, emotional bandwidth to commit to a show like that. That would involve a lot of emotion. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in that boat too. I, I like, yeah, I get it, but mm, I, I don't want to be upset. 
Yeah, I would just be upset all the time. Like, I connect so easily to characters, <laughs> fictional characters. Georgia, I have to tell you, you mentioned Rogue One. I'm a huge Donnie, Donnie Yen fan. And so I fanboyed out so big when they announced he was even going to be in the movie. And then there was a rumor that he was going to fight Darth Vader. And I lost my mind because that would have been one of the greatest <laughs> things of all time. Sadly, we didn't get it, but he's one with the force now. Having said those things, if you're not watching Ro Rogue One, not listening to Rick and Tone, or watching Mindhunter, what else do you like to do outside of work? I like to eat. <laughs> um, and you mentioned the New Leaders Council towards the beginning-ish of the show. And so that's an organization that I am, I guess, technically donating my time to. I'm their curriculum co-chair. So it's a young professional um, development program. And so I actually just graduated from their program and joined the board. So this time around, I get to help pick what people are going to learn and who the speakers are and create the curriculum for that. So I'm very excited about that opportunity, for sure. Well, Georgette, if you weren't in HR, what do you think you'd be doing? Probably something in like urban planning and community development. Oh, cool. That was an area, again, that I discovered like as a senior. Um, so it was way too late to try to switch totally <laughs> to that by then. But it was something that really piqued my interest. And I like considering, you know, what the impact of the structure of a city has on the livelihood of the people that live within it. Very cool. Georgia, I think it's safe to say you're the first person that said urban planner. Wendy, are oh, you? Yeah. You're, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's great. It's awesome. Every week we, we, we keep getting all these incredibly unique ideas and jobs, and it's so much fun because I just never know what somebody's going to say. It's always, mm -hmm. it's always a surprise. But as we always say, we're glad you're not doing that because if you yes. were, we probably would not have had a chance to meet you. I wouldn't have been so fortunate to have you talking to me and, and keeping my spirits up trying to finish that 5K in 90 plus degree weather and trying to run a Twitter chat and, and all those <laughs> other things we had going on. So I, again, just incredibly appreciative to have gotten to spend some time with you uh, at HR Florida and get to know you better. You're going to get, I'm sure, pick up some followers from this interview. What's the best way for those folks that aren't in connection with you now? How, what's the best way for them to reach you out there? Um, I guess Twitter. <laughs> I am at <laughs> odd like o-d-d-g-o-blue um it's a name i created way back when twitter first started and i just never really used it and it's staying forever <laughs> so um add me there and uh, on linkedin i'm georgette cartagena dash human resources as well so connect and i'm happy to chat and meet new people and and support everyone out there we will have all that in the show notes Wendy, how about you? What's the best way for the listeners to reach you? Best way is on my blog, mydailyjourney.com. Daily is D as in dog, A-I-L-E-Y. And of course, the fourth Sunday of each month and this Sunday coming up, uh, you will find me on Twitter at 7 p.m. Eastern time as part of our monthly HR Twitter chat. Please be sure to join us this Sunday. How about you, John? You go to hrsocialhourpodcast.podbean.com. Click at the top left-hand side of the screen. You'll see three little lines. When you open that up, you'll find access to all my social accounts there. And while you're there, if there's a show you haven't listened to, say, for example, maybe those HR Florida shows that we have released previously or our episode with Manoj at Balance Track, take a listen. 
listen, rate, review, share, anything and everything you do to help us boost the signal, we always say thank you. So again, Georgette, really appreciate you being with us tonight. So for the HR Social Hour Half Hour Podcast, I'm John. And I'm Wendy. And as always, be sure to connect, give back, and network. network. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon. 